Thank you for spending some time with me in the scriptures this morning. My name is Paul Gorham. I'm an elder in the Church of Christ. I'm giving Dennis a break today, so I'm going to be preaching on Exodus, the ninth chapter that we haven't as we go through Exodus. You realize that there's a lot of lessons to be learned in the book of Exodus. And so I'd like to begin this morning with Exodus 9, verses 16 and 17. But, in, but indeed, for this purpose I have raised you up, that I may show my power to you, and that my name may de- be declared in all the earth, as you exalt yourself against my people, in that you will not let them go. So paying attention is what we're talking about this morning. Paying attention as God is trying to keep us at attention, I guess, more than not. The plagues in the book of Exodus begin in chapter 7, and the 10 plagues run through chapter 12, and uh, 10, 11 and 12. We're going to be dealing with the ninth uh, chapter today that has three plagues in it. The fifth plague, uh, which deals with cattle, horses, donkeys, camels, oxen, and sheep. And certainly... Uh, that's a, one of the highlights of, of this particular situation. So I want to read to you, beginning with verse 1 in chapter 9. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and tell him, Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go, that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let me go, let them go, and still hold them. Behold, the hand of the Lord will be on your cattle in your field, on the horses, on the donkeys, on the camels, on the oxen, and on the sheep. A very severe pestilence. And the Lord will make a difference between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt. So nothing shall die of all that belongs to the children of Israel. Then the Lord appointed a set time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord will do this thing in the land. So the land did this thing on the the next day, and all the livestock of Egypt died. But of the livestock of the children of Israel, not one died. Then Pharaoh sent, and indeed, not even one of the livestock of the Israelites was dead. But the heart of Pharaoh became hard, and he did not let the people go. And so we can see that it was an extreme situation that was taking place here that this pestilence on the, the cattle is kind of interesting because some of the gods of the Egyptians, uh, Hathor, the mother goddess, whose form was a cow, and Apis, the bull god, like Phtah, the creator god, and the symbol of fertility was this fifth plague that we're having here. Uh, certainly it's right against them totally. And so we can see how that God gave them a warning before it happened, and then it happened. And all the plagues after that as well, that he, God warned them, and they told God told them to pay attention. But guess what happened to God? God wouldn't relent because... Pharaoh wouldn't relent. And so certainly we can see that happening. And so the next thing that happened was uh, the boils that happened in the sixth plague. 
And so they went out and they took ashes, and pay, verse 10, from the furnace and stood before Pharaoh and Moses scattered them toward heaven and caused boils that break. out in store sores on man and beast and the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils for the boils were on the magicians and on the, all the Egyptians and I think the Pharaoh too but the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh and he did not heed them yet as the Lord had spoke just as the Lord had spoken to Moses then the Lord said to Moses rise early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and say to him Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me for all. For at this time I will send all my plagues on your very heart and on your servants and on your people that you may know that there is none like me in heaven and in the earth. And so he did the same thing. He hardened his heart. He wouldn't change. And certainly... It says in verse uh, 12, The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he did not heed them, just as the Lord had spoken to Moses. So guess what happened? They had boils for a while. And that kind of talks about, they have had different gods that dealt with them as with uh, boils as well. The god of medicine, and I hoped him, was the Egyptian god. And so their medicines didn't work. But it's amazing when God, when Moses says it's done, they didn't have boils anymore. And so God had to send another plague on them, the plague of hail. And we think of the the plague of hail as as, uh, it wasn't just hail. That's the problem. It It wasn't just hail. It was lightning and hail. It was a great storm. It was a incredible storm that came upon them and I was thinking of the hail and I was thinking I've seen pictures of hail as big as softballs and as big as hardballs and I'd hate to have to get hit by any of those kind of things because I guess the terminal speed there when you're falling is from over a hundred miles an hour when you you fall and so certainly uh, it could do a lot of damage and I was just thinking of that uh, certainly there was the, there was a uh, Egyptian god called N-U-T uh, who was a sky goddess and Isis the goddess of life and Seth the protector of crops that would destroy the crops so completely from there and so we can see that the plagues were generally pretty much focused on the um, Egyptian gods. And certainly they uh, realize that you're not in control. There's some things that will happen in your life that you'll realize you're not in control. And I would think that Pharaoh started to kind of learn that. And the people did as well. Before the last plague, uh, God warned the people to get their cattle and and other animals out of the out of the way and their servants out of the way uh when that happened and he did do that uh and some of they said some of the egyptians that were fearing god uh in verse 20 
He who feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh made his servants and his livestock flee to the houses or to the barns or whatever it is. And so certainly we can see that that uh, there were some Hebrews that were starting to listen to, to Moses. Um, maybe not Pharaoh, but certainly Pharaoh did it at the end then. <clears throat> so we want to realize that the that through the ages, uh, God has uh, asked us to pay attention, and we need to pay attention. How many times has God tried to talk to us and tell us to pay attention? How many? I can't tell you, because I don't know how many. Maybe like it's the stars of the sky or something like that. That might be, or many times would be another answer. But I don't know why. I can't, I can't answer that. But he's always trying to do that. Humbling our hearts before God pays dividends. And so, sir, we need to realize that when we listen to God, it works. It's a blessing. We're, we're okay. And so we, we're, we see that. And so we need to realize that through the ages, God over and over and over tells us, to pay attention. And so I was thinking of Proverbs as well. You look in Proverbs. If you go to Proverbs, the first few chapters, chapter 1, verse 4, it says to give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discernment. And then chapters 2 and 3 says, my son, chapter 4 says, my little children, chapter 5, 6 and 7 says, my son, so I was thinking he was trying to say, pay attention, pay attention. <clears throat> Young people today, real, she can learn from God's word. It can bless them. It can help them. They can become very wise because of it. You know, in Proverbs, the fifth chapter in verse three and four, let's turn over there for a second. I want to read that. Uh, so, okay, Proverbs. Got to get to Proverbs. That's all. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 5. I was just thinking, I said, boy, that's pretty much showing us what what happens. In verses 3 and 4 of chapter 5, I was just thinking, boy, doesn't that tell you what Hollywood dating and Hollywood itself is all about. In verse 3 and 4 it says, For the lips of an immoral woman drips honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood. Bitter as wormwood. I don't know how bitter wormwood is, because I never tried to taste it. But it says it was pretty bitter, so I think it was bitter. So, but it it shows you that it's not new what is being portrayed today on on a lot of programs uh, of their dating and uh, uh, even some of their psychologists sound like they're a little uh, uh, not listening to God's word. But the Bible, and I would think that that Proverbs in and of itself, the guy that was writing it, Solomon, was so smart. He should have known and would have known that that 
this is what happens, you know. Uh, and so certainly it's not new and it continues on and on and on. So I think you should read the chapters of, of Proverbs 1 through 7 and realize that that's what is going on. And then even even in, in Proverbs 20 and verse uh, verse 1, it tells you a little bit something different that you should know that um, if I can turn the pages here, okay. It says, wine is a mocker, strong drink, strong drink is a brawler, and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. Not wise. And today, every, every program that, that we see on has something like that in it, that you got to drink something, you got to have drunk, and if it's not that, it's in the, the advertisements that are on. Uh, try to portraying it as a, a very healthy and and good thing, and that is not healthy. Uh, not even one. Not even one. I'll say that. You can uh, see me afterwards and talk to me about it, but not even one. There there are psychologists and doctors that brain doctors that say that not even one's good. So. We need to pay attention to it. It is not wise. That's to everybody, of course. And so that was just part of it, to pay attention. The Bible is clear on paying attention. Um, and so we need to realize that. And then, you're to, we, uh, I'm just talking about young people to begin with. And now well, let's go over to the churches in Revelation, the second chapter and the third chapter. He says, you can read it. He says, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. How many times do you read that very phrase in, in chapters 2 and 3? There were seven churches that God uh, talked to. And you can count the number of times that that particular part of a verse is in the in there. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And so you can realize that you need to do that. And so certainly we can conclude with the fact that that Pharaoh kept hardening his heart. And I thought, do I harden my heart? Do I real do I read God's word and don't take it serious when I need to take it serious? So I have to judge myself and say, uh, I better be more careful than than that. I need to be sure that what I'm doing is right before God. Uh, will you harden your heart like Pharaoh? Well, how do you do it? Well, I think he, it says there in verse 12, Pharaoh did not heed God's word through Moses, let my people go. And so God had to deal with him and did deal with him harshly. As good as Joseph had built up Egypt into a mighty nation and the nation that had food to help the world, 
Pharaoh, by hardening his heart before Moses, didn't. It just destroyed him. And you'll find that his whole armies, chunks of his army, are going to be defeated in the Red Sea. So he lost his army, he lost his cattle, he lost all kinds of animals, and he lost nearly his power as, as, a, as a great commander because Egypt was a great war, uh, war world leader at that time. Um, and so I can see that we need to learn how to pay attention before God because what God says is so true and will work for you. When you do things God's way, it works. But if you don't do it God's way, guess what will happen? You'll receive the rewards of the punishment. And so certainly we have seen so many people that have, have gone through a lot of situations in their lives. And when they serve God, it's a blessing. When they don't serve God, it's a curse on their life, on their kids' lives, on all of their relatives' lives. So you need to think about that, that we need to learn how to pay attention. I think it's important for us to realize that, that uh, and if you did your Bible study today, this is the verse that is, is called for in, in that, in 1 Corinthians 10. Uh, you'll find that it's there, that what happened to Pharaoh is for your example is for you to get a hold of and to pay attention in chapter 10. Verses 6. If I can find it here. Uh, I get it. Verse 6, now these things became our example, 1 Corinthians ten six. now these things became our example to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they lusted, and do not become idolaters as some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play, nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did, and in one day 23,000 fell. Hollywood won't tell you that. Nor let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by the serpents. Nor complain, as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happened to them as examples that they were written for our admonition to pay attention upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation is overtaking you except such as common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, but with the temptation will be. Make the way of escape, and you may be able to bear it. And so those are the concluding facts that I have. That's a conclusion to the whole thing as we realize that we need to pay attention. I pray that you're paying attention. And if you have sinned, you need to come before God and 
talk to somebody. You need a counselor to help you to come before God and to clear that up. You need to live your life as you would pay attention before God. I thank you for listening, and God bless you. Let's pray. Holy Father, I pray that you'd help us to listen to your word and pay attention to your word and help us to obey your word as we should. Thank you, Lord, for the lessons that we have from Exodus 9 and that uh, Pharaoh just kept hardening his heart. He wouldn't eat, he wouldn't eat, and God had to deal with him. And I pray that you'd help us, that we would listen to you, that we would uh, soften our hearts. We would listen to what you have to say for us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.